0: welcome to the tash show podcast
1: the social media person in charge of the corn nuts twitter account might be in a little bit of trouble this morning (laughs) i haven't heard a story about corn nuts in a while here you you know the the tasty snack corn nuts sure in the yellow bag and Uh yeah 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 they uh they're like the dried out corn giblets with <laughs> not how they describe them? with with salt on them or, or flavoring i i enjoy a good corn nut <laughs> well uh, they tried to get a little edgy on social media yesterday the makers of corn nuts taking some heat because they uh, asked corn nuts fans to tell them the craziest place that they've nutted oh my lord and uh, then they defined nutted as eaten corn nuts. Oh, so if you've if you've eaten corn nuts, if you're you're nutting, if you're eating corn nuts, that was that was what they were going for. <laughs> However, uh, if you go to Urban Dictionary, uh, there's another definition for that word, and uh, people got a little upset. So, hmm. corn nuts uh, quickly removed the post from social media. What I find interesting about this story mm-hmm. is this isn't the first time Corn Nuts, and this is not a joke, this isn't the first time Corn Nuts has tried to get a little edgy with their marketing. No. Uh, this isn't, I know we we play some parody stuff and, and we make up fake commercials sometimes. This is not a fake commercial. This is a legitimate Corn Nuts commercial that ran on the radio back in the 1990s. I am not kidding. Go to
0: your- Room and lock the door, cause when you try it once, you wanna try it some more. It some Size more. doesn't matter, and that's a fact. It might be small, but it's a big impact. Whoa. Bust a nuts, busting nut. <laughs> Grab a bag of corn nuts and bust a nut. No. Lightly toasted and hard as hell. <laughs> Enjoy yourself, we won't tell.
1: That that, <laughs> that is a real I it's i I'm not kidding. That is a real corn nuts commercial. From the
2: 1990s. That's hilarious. I, l- I love the, uh, the fact that probably there's people who didn't know what that phrase meant
1: and were just uh-huh. like, oh, this is a catchy song. It, it is very catchy, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> 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 Some may consider it to be over the line. Yeah. Here's, here's another one from that same campaign.
0: And there's no one home And you've got nothing to do, nothing to there's no do. Way. Don't despair, just pull up a chair And here is what you do Bust a nut, bust a nut Grab a bag of corn nuts and bust <laughs> a nut They're Lightly toasted and hard as hell Enjoy yourself, we won't tell
1: That is not a real yeah, commercial Jim, Jim, look at me in the eyes Okay, okay I'm not making this up. Those are real Corn Nuts radio commercials that were approved by the Corn Nuts Corporation and ran on the radio back in the 1990s. Those are legitimate, real Corn Nuts commercials. I swear to you. I believe you. It's hilarious though You know when you call yourself corn nuts These
2: comparisons are bound to happen
1: You know what I mean Well you'd think maybe like by people who are joking around While they're eating corn nuts But you wouldn't think the company would be (laughs) the ones coming up with it it, The last thing these commercials make me want to do Is eat corn nuts (laughs) Yeah
0: Get your package out and try to sit calm. Use a few fingers, put it in your, in your palm. Yes, it's gonna be so great when you finally masticate. Bust what? a nut, bust a nut. Grab a bag of corn nuts and bust a nut. They're lightly toasted and hard as hell. Enjoy yourself. We won't tell.
1: Yeah, uh.
2: <laughs> masticate. Masticate. That's good.
1: It means chew.
2: Yeah, like cows masticate. They masticate, yeah, right. Yeah.
1: yeah, those are real corn nuts commercials from the 1990s. Wow. Taz and Jim, and I want to welcome to the show my cousin Molly Pretty. Good morning, Molly.
3: Good morning.
1: Uh, after I saw me. your your social media post yesterday, I had to get you on. So uh, Molly is my cousin. She lived in Montana for most of her life, and she's just moved to a big city. Where are you now?
3: I now live in Minneapolis, Minnesota, the Midwest of the United States of America.
1: Okay. Uh, you're You're living in a condo unit now?
3: I'm living in an apartment complex, and it is a resort-living apartment complex. It's basically Ooh. like... It, it reminds me of like a college campus for working adults.
2: How it feels. Nothing like a resort in Minneapolis to go to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, you should visit in February. It's gorgeous.
3: <laughs> Come on over, skate on our pool. <laughs> this,
1: this is crazy, though. So you you move into this place, and you have been told something very interesting by the landlord. At first, you thought it was a joke. Explain.
3: Correct. So um, I went in to pick up my keys. Uh, the other day where they, you know, they take you through your apartment and you make sure there's no dings or whatever. And you go through and they're like, oh, P.S., we have one more thing. Um, we need to sign your dog up for a DNA swab. And I was like, well, that's interesting. You already asked for vet records. What do you need that for? <laughs> they said, it's to test the feces that they find around the property so that they can compare and see if I'm not picking up my dog's poop. So if Whoa. my dog. poop... <laughs> Yeah. So if my if my dog poops and I don't pick it up, and they test it and they find it matches to my dog, I get fined for it.
2: What? That is intense. How much is the fine? I
3: don't know. Well, it's, like, I- it's like CSI poop, and I like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I looked it up, and um, <laughs> there's a company that does it, and the the test costs like forty bucks. And usually the fine is like 70 bucks or something oh to like cover God. the test. But it just is like, I laughed. I laughed when she first told me because it, I had never heard of anything like that. But she was deadly serious. And my appointment is Friday.
2: Again, wow. DNA
1: that is next level. <laughs> and you believe her that they're actually going to be doing DNA tests on the dog poop around <laughs> the complex? Or do you think this is just a deterrent?
2: This is like the, if you pee in the pool, it'll turn blue <laughs> you know, from summer camp.
3: I think I think it's a lot of that. I think it's kind of maybe both. I think it's a big threat. I don't know if it's an empty threat. I don't know if they bother DNA swabbing, but they might. It's a pretty good one, though. She said most people uh, I just hear that threat as a deterrent already, like you said. But um, I guarantee they're doing it. I know other places do it.
1: So your dog, you're going through with it. You didn't object. You're going to let them swab your dog for DNA.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, uh, no security concerns there. But they only have to swab his
1: mouth. Right. So uh, that was that my invasive. next question. <laughs> if they're worried about the feces, what part of the dog do they swab?
2: <laughs> I wonder I what would stop you look. from just swabbing your own cheek and sending that in, so that they can't trace it back.
1: No, they su- they, do the, was... oh, they do the swab. Oh, themselves? Yes. It's a controlled environment. It's like when you do the pee test at work. Somebody it's watches you evidence. pee.
2: Oh yeah, my it's god. A You'd know be funny if you did put your own DNA in there, and they still found. Him? Don't put your yeah. DNA in
3: <laughs> still found me guilty. Oh no!
1: <laughs> it is. It is. It, it's like CSI dog poop. You can just picture Horatio standing there over a steaming pile. <laughs> I don't know what kind of dog left this year, but I've, if I had to guess, I'd say shih tzu. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is crazy. I wonder if this is a thing in Canada. Like, in Toronto, do they do they have similar rules? Is it just a big city thing? They're hmm. DNA testing dogs? Find out if if your dog is pooping all over the place and you're not picking it up.
2: It is annoying. My girlfriend has a dog in an apartment, and there is the occasional landmine. No DNA testing, though. No DNA testing. So I, I can see why people w- would, you know, find it necessary depending on how bad your neighbors are.
1: Molly, good yeah. luck with the with your your new place, and oh, make sure you. you always have those little baggies in your pocket <laughs> because I don't want I you to get into any trouble. Sure.
3: I'm also gonna keep that and maybe some crime scene tape.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Molly. Extra. Extra. We are playing Fake News You Choose. And our contestant is Bubba. Hey, Bubba. Howdy. So you know how the game works. We are going to read you headlines. Some of them are real. Some are complete nonsense. You guess which is which enough times and you are a winner, okay? Okay. Starting with this one. A woman sues cops for arresting her and then baptizing her. Fake hmm. news, you choose. I'm going to say that is
0: fake news. Failing pile of garbage.
1: Mm. Wow. True story. Happened in Tennessee. A woman was pulled over. Mail cop searched her, found a joint. Then he started asking if she was saved and believed in Jesus. Offered her a deal. He'd only give her a citation for the weed and wouldn't take her to jail. If he could baptize her. Said she was afraid to say no. So the two cops took her to the lake. What? Said she could strip down if she wanted to. She declined. He got down into his boxer shorts, baptized her in the lake, and then uh, let her go without taking her to jail. That is ridiculous. That's pretty strange, isn't it? She's now suing for $11 million in damages, claiming that the cop touched her breast while, uh, while he was baptizing her.
2: Hmm. Yeah, never a good sign when the guy baptizing you gets into his boxers. I don't remember that happening when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, we'll find out who Jesus loves more when we uh, see the, the end result of that lawsuit, <laughs> right? Next one here, Bubba. Texas man relieved to discover brain tumor was actually a piece of Lego that he had stuck up his nose as a toddler. That's real. Failing pile, pile of garbage. garbage. Mm. No. That would be a big relief.
2: me Remember the Simpsons episode where Homer shoves a crayon up his nose and it hits his brain in a certain way. He becomes smart. <laughs>
1: Do not try that at home. No, it does not work. That's not a good plan. What about this one? Headline reads, a woman finds a $250,000 Rolex in a couch she bought from a thrift store, plans to use the money to pay for a boob job. Fake news you choose. (laughs) That's for real. (laughs) It is fake news. Yeah, and it happened to a woman in Canada. We don't know exactly where, but uh, there's a watch dealer who who told the story to a publication called Rob Report. He says uh, it was a vintage Rolex Daytona 6241 Paul Newman variant, hmm. which is one of the most sought-after Rolex watches. It's worth at least $250,000, and she found it in a couch she bought from a thrift store, she tried. She did the right thing. She called the thrift store mm-hmm. to see if they had any records, if, if anyone was looking for the watch that was in the couch. Nothing. Waited a while, and now she's going to uh, sell the watch and get some new boots. <laughs> right. I love it though. That's guilt-free. Now you can spend the money. It's yours. Yeah. Tried to do the right thing there. Next headline: Man fired after it was discovered he was swapping coworkers' coffee with decaf for years. I'll say that's real. No. Sailing. Mm.
0: Pile of garbage.
1: <clears throat> Just want to oh. slow the competition down <laughs> a little bit around the office, eh? <laughs> I guess if someone's going to be manipulating your coffee, swapping caffeinated for decaf is probably one of the, the best the, case the, scenarios. Yeah, best yeah, case for scenarios sure. for sure. Okay. Uh, if you can get this one, we'll call you a winner, even though you're not really. Come okay? on, Baba. Ah. Headline is, a man busted with 1,130 marijuana plants told the cops they were peppermint. <laughs> 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 fake wow, news you choose. I'm going to go fake news. Oh! That is real no news. Fake news. Sorry. Failing That's pile of garbage. Mm. Okay. Happened in Spain. 34-year-old guy got pulled over last week. They noticed he had a whole bunch of marijuana in his van. He's like... No, this is just peppermint. I'm a peppermint farmer. I love it because they both have two very
2: distinct smells,
1: Uh, and they don't smell anything alike. I don't know how fresh your breath is going to be if you're chewing on a ganja plant.
2: (laughs) See? See?
1: It's peppermint. Are you doing something different, Jim? Uh, You look a little different. What do you mean? Did you get collagen injections? (laughs) No. Your lips look so plump.
2: Yeah. No, I got the next best thing. little bee sting on the lip. When did that happen? It happened golfing on Saturday. I, you know how bee, like if you're drinking a pop and the bees always like try to get in the pop? Yeah. Well, I was having a beer, and I, I don't think I've ever seen a bee go into a beer before, but it, the, my beer was almost empty. I just went into the cup holder, grabbed my beer, put it up to my mouth, and immediately hurt like a mo. I think it actually, I could feel its legs on my lip, the B. Uh, and I think it actually it stung me twice. Got you so, a couple
1: times. One on the upper, one on the lower, just to make sure it's <laughs> symmetrical. I
2: wish. No, it was two on the same right side of my bottom lip. And You got a Kylie Jenner thing going right <laughs> now. Well, if you think it's bad now, it was way worse Saturday night. Uh-huh. Uh, it looked like, my friend said it looked like I had a dip in my mouth as we were playing the. Playing golf after it happened. I am not an animal. <laughs> like it was like like that's why I couldn't really pronounce F's. <laughs> it was like uh, guys, that ball went pretty far, far.
1: <laughs> you look like Bill Murray and Caddyshack. <laughs> <laughs> Cinderella story. Real Cinderella story. <laughs> felt like Bubba Gump, Bubba Tramp. You're
2: lucky you're not allergic. Um. I know, I know, but it's even that. It, like, I'm not allergic. I've been stung dozens of times by bees, but even, and I've, ne- nothing's ever swollen up. It gets itchy on my arm or something like that. Yeah. But it really was was coming out. And, and I was walking around Toronto with my girlfriend after the next day, and she's like, Are you okay? Because I look like I was pouting the whole time.
1: <laughs> look at my lips sticking out. She's like, yeah. You look like you're so upset. Your bottom lip. When I used to pout as a kid, my mom had a saying. She said, you better tuck that bottom lip back in or a bird's going to come and land on it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, yeah that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> I'm the bird guy.
2: <laughs> yeah, but make sure you're checking your beers, I guess. Give it a little swish before you uh, put it up to your mouth.
1: Guaranteed, if they started offering a service where bees stung your lips to make make them look plump, that, uh, that there's some young ladies that would take take them up on that deal. 100%. They already use snake venom.
2: Do they? Yes. That's a thing? A lot of these limp uh, plumpers are either like a synthetic replication or like made with snake venom.
1: Oh, so they take the venom out of the snake. (laughs) It's not like... (laughs) They don't just hold the snake up to your face and let it do its thing. The procedure is a wicker (laughs) basket and the doctor holds a... (laughs) 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 <laughs> but i could see cuz they do it with leeches too right on the feet yeah. you, you stick your feet in in a thing of leeches or uh, piranhas and they bite your nails off like there's all sorts <laughs> of weird i don't think it's piranhas but there's fish that will yeah, eat the dead the, skin little off little your nail, feet nail piranhas <laughs> <laughs> uh, so maybe that's a that's a business for somebody maybe you can make honey on the side and then uh, people who want plump lips can st- stick their faces in jars of bees I guarantee, mark my words, in 10 years, Taz, that will it's be a gonna service. It's going to be a thing. You are ready for a zombie apocalypse? As ready as I'll ever be. I know you like to fantasize about that sort of yeah. thing. What would you do in a zombie apocalypse, Jim? I think I
2: would go up north, northern Ontario, less people, find uh-huh. a remote cottage that you could uh, hold out and defend, and then you could hunt for deer and stuff and clean water, and
1: that's what I would do. Just think about the traffic on the four hundred on a weekend, a normal oh. weekend. Out of Toronto? Out of Toronto, yeah, you'd have to go the back way for sure. Mm-hmm. You, <laughs> <laughs> if there's a zombie apocalypse, like multiply
2: that by a million. Yeah, you'd have to wait 6 days in your condo in Toronto, wait for
1: things to die down a little, then take off. <laughs> uh, 14% of Americans say they ha- they actually have a zombie apocalypse strategy. Hmm. So they have worked out what they would do. On the list, gather guns, ammo, other weapons, find a good place to hide and regroup, gather supplies and food, relocate to a place with fewer zombies, like you said, meet up with family and friends so you have a bit of a team, a zombie fighting team. Hmm. How many uh, of your family members are you, you taking with you, Jim? I have you, too many. You are on. A, you have a cottage on an island, don't it's, you? It's
2: not on an island. It's just water access only, so there's no actual roads to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the road is on the other side of the small lake. But it wouldn't be a bad option. Yeah, and I'm sure zombies would be tripping over roots and stuff. <laughs> It'd take them a while <laughs> to get to the old, the old cottage in Elliott Lake. You'd set booby traps as well. Yeah, I think so.
1: By, like, How concerned are you to gather up your, your parents and, and your brothers and their families, or are you just so, hightailing it out of out of here with your girlfriend?
2: I don't know, because there's eight people in my immediate family like that I grew up with. Now they all have spouses, and then some of them have kids. There's 10 nieces and nephews running around. So now we're up to almost at least 20 people. Yeah, this is a caravan. I got to trim some fat somewhere.
1: You got to feed all those people. Got to feed them crying kids are going to give away your location. But the truth is, like I need my brother-in-law, Rob, who can
2: uh, hunt to go up, so he's got to come. Yeah, you need that one guy. Yeah, he can hunt, and I don't really know how to operate a crossbow. <laughs> you know what I mean? He'd <laughs> probably have that, and he's a farmer. You know, I think Christina, she mixes some good drinks. She's a little sister. She'd uh, ease the tension.
1: Everybody's got their own skills. The big concern is you go to pick up your family, and they're already zombies, uh, and we've all seen that big dilemma where you have to, uh, you have to take out A loved one, yeah, and you hesitate for a second. Next thing you know, they bit you on the arm, and you're a zombie too.
2: Even worse, they're looking kind of pale and acting a little shady. They're sweating, and their
1: sleeves are long. Yeah, they they don't tell you. you. They don't tell you that they've already been bitten until you get to the cottage, and then next thing you know, middle of the night, they're in the doorway. Granny, are you okay? (laughs) And we're all Irish, so we're all already pale. So it's going to be
2: real hard to tell who's infested, infected or not.
1: 14% of Americans say they have a, a, a zombie apocalypse strategy. Maybe it's time you start working on yours. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.